Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host, and, and, this one time only, that's not true, it's all the times, your Dungeon Master. <laughs> Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Ched Fleet for the first time as well. Hey all, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I'm still Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I'm always Leyland. Waffle introducing you to the brand new Tarjux Heiko. It's brand. It's new. He's an ice I can't mage wait now. To play an Same Aarakocra. great storm mage flavor in a new eco-friendly packaging. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, a few fan letters, actually. Um, first and foremost, I, I have an email here from the people at Feedspot who has listed us as one of the top 100 D&D podcasts on the internet. Wait, what? what? Okay. Uh, according... <laughs> wow. ac according what? Again, to Feedspot, we, we come in we like at... Number 99? We come in at a strong 82. Hey! Wow. Oh, right over right. Sneak Attack, actually. Sneak Attack is 83. Really? <laughs> well, I mean... How about that? Mm -hmm. Get on I'll our take level. it. Hell yeah. Bag. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, Critical Role is number two. What's, what's number one line? is Dragon Talk, which I think is the official Watsy D&D oh, podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And that tracks. The Adventure Zone doesn't clock in until... Oh. Gosh, where are they? They're, they're like 25, 26. Oh, I don't know if I can trust... Yeah. But Their anyway, opinion. we're on a list. We're on a yeah. list. At number it's eight. It's a good kind of list, not a bad kind of list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sponsors line up. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to roll in the dough now. Money Top 100. Is, is this when we finally start the Patreon? <laughs> no. What do you mean? We're Patreon's now. been alive and well yeah. for two years. Since day one. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Right. Of course. Yeah. Just because the, the common rabble can't access it, you know. <laughs> Look, if you're in, you're in. Exactly. Right. Of course. How, how foolish of me. It's, it's kind of like the Freemasons, you know? It's like, if, you're, if your grandfather was subscribed to our Patreon, uh, shortly after his death, you'll receive a mysterious wax-sealed letter in the mail that <laughs> implores you to continue sending $1 a month to a D&D podcast. <laughs> you know, like in National Treasure. Yeah, exactly. Of course. That's, that's exactly the plot of National Treasure, yeah. All right. We have, uh, we have a letter here from Platinum Plus Patreon member Kenny. He's upgraded yeah. from just plain old Platinum. Yeah, sorry. I think that was me, actually. I think yeah, I bumped we, him uh, up there. Yeah. I was there looking was at the Patreon. There was an administrative and... decision uh, a few days ago. <laughs> Yeah. In recognition for honorable duties served to club, comma, alchemists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, greetings, alchemists and DM slash Lichlord Joe, uh, Platinum Plus Patreon member. Kenny here with two things. Uh, after much thought, I have decided what has happened in the Lost episode, uh, that being the one where it was all a dream. Uh, after dealing with the Glitter Bomber, anti-Terrajux, and traveling to find some interns to man the ship, 
the true church used a dark desert crystal to corrupt Mecha Falrock and send him on a destructive rampage. Um, after realizing that only Mecha can defeat Mecha, the party leaves to Diangai to get Falrock's clan to build Mecha Desmond after oh, no. Desmond gets a nat 20 persuasion. Uh, and then this is followed up by a thematic question. What is the group's favorite Mecha slash robot? Mine are the Big O, Megas XLR, and Metal Gear Rex. Cheers, Platinum Mega. Plus Patreon member Kenny. Megas XLR is probably my favorite. <laughs> it's really good. It's really, really good. Well, besides Mecha Falrock. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think do we, we all agree is the most do we powerful. Count Neon Genesis? I, yeah, they're Mecha. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Why, why would it's not really like about? It's a deconstruction of the mecha genre. I'll give it. Yeah. Um, I think they're cool. Like if you just if you just cut out the mech design in Neon mm -hmm. Genesis, yes, amazing. Yeah. Um, mine is actually going to be from Ava, um, specifically from one of the spin-off manga. <laughs> there is a Ava called Wolfpack, which is like a quadrupedal wolf mecha with like tufts of fur and big stabilizer rods jutting out of its spine, and it's fucking rad. Go look it up. Okay. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna have to go with Platinum Plus uh, Patreon member Kenny there on Metal Gear Rex. Uh, Metal Gear Solid has been my love since it came out and being able to pilot Metal Gear Rex and Metal Gear Solid 4 was still one of the most amazing things ever in that that game so I'll, I'll stick it with that one right there. I uh I confess to not being well versed in the ways of of Mecha uh, I think all of the ones I know are from Mech Warrior. I mean, that, that counts. You, that okay, counts. well, hang on. You played Fallout Three, right? I I suppose yeah. Liberty Prime does. Liberty Prime. <laughs> That's a strong case. <laughs> Communism is a lie. I think I'm gonna have to go with the classic. Like, it's hard to beat King Crab. King, King Crab, Crab is, is really great. good. It's just yeah. so it's so iconic. All right. And so, then, yes, go ahead. Gurren Lagann. Gurren oh, Lagann. Can't course. forget. To at least I, mention yeah. it. Even if it's almost, not your favorite. Yeah, that yeah, that is my favorite actually. Um, I, I'm sure which, that which that could make me kind of basic, the but biggest one or like the small one? Oh, oh uh, yeah, the uh, head or? Uh, no, no, no. The original combination of Gurren and Lagon when okay. they get the wings. Like as soon as they get the wings, it's perfect. Everything else is just like extra icing on the cake. That uh, well, it's more of a cake inside of a cake inside of a cake. Yeah, but you get you get what I'm saying. Um, I could probably do a whole frickin' DM's Corner about Mecha, but that's not what DM's Corner's <laughs> for, and that's not what this podcast is about. So I'm gonna leave mine at Gurren Logon and give it a thumbs up. It's uh, not about that yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we get there, we'll get there. But for right now, I'm gonna leave it at that one. I, I love all of these that have been mentioned, though. Um, there's just, you know, there's a lot of other ones in between... Gurren Lagann itself and the, what you guys have mentioned so far. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Rim is a very strong contender as well. For now, so. we will be but cave-dwelling, digging beings until we discover our first our yeah. first mech in the form of uh, um, Mecha Falrock. 
Yep. All right. Yep. So if it combines, is... by the way, that's an even better plus. <laughs> Hope that uh, answers your question. Platinum plus Patreon member Kenny. Uh, we have some fan art from an anonymous source here. Oh. Oh. Uh, which I am going to put in the Discord. What is that? That's, wow. That's not the fan art. That's no. not oh. the fan art. No, that, okay. that's I was like, really uh, cool. that that's looks like back. Mia. Okay. <laughs> For the listeners, this is like, uh, our friend TGM with Juxian. <laughs> that's not Juxian war paint. It's that's a Juxian business paint. Business paint. <laughs> a star in a circle. Yeah. Uh, um, good fortune and health awaits TJM in their next business <laughs> meeting. Yes. Uh, let's see. So thank you, anonymous mailer with the delightful fan art. We have a letter here from Kelly. Uh, as regards the first DM corner, which is oh. the only one that is publicly available... Dear listeners, we have recorded two more DM corners that will eventually make their way to your your ear holes in the future. But you can get them sooner if you donate to no, Patreon. To the Patreon it's, we don't okay. have. It's uh, okay. Don't listen to them. It's out there. You just have to believe. <laughs> it says, hello. I really enjoyed the DM corner. Would absolutely love to hear more like that. A few questions were asked in Waffle and Joe's DM corner, so here are my answers. Which we did ask them a few questions, didn't we? We did, yes. Uh, my absolute favorite episode was the Juxian Hammer episode. It was completely outrageous and amazing, yes. and I had a blast with it. There's a non-zero chance that I was yelling in excitement in my car at the other nonsense that was happening. <laughs> Great episode. I also really enjoyed the 100th episode. The whole thing was fantastical, fun, and vivid. A little bummed that you all left the Astral Sea so soon. Thanks, Desmond. <laughs> Welcome. And then she says, Astral Sea is better than the Ever Sea, which... Oh, oh yeah, agreed. But... Fighting words Ooh. for some of us, but 100% the Astral Sea is better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, as for when I was most frustrated with the Alchemist Club, everything with the shopkeeper and Arclay definitely stands out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, like, okay, yes, we know you're frustrated at Arclay, but what else, right? Abs we all know about that one. <laughs> I was now, absolutely Arclay that was person. Definitely like my prediction. Yeah, yelling at you through the speakers, asking why? Why would you do that? That's a terrible idea. <laughs> also, that time you thought it would be great to face Saskia up and close and personal after the weapons on Teliferous didn't phase her, but I wasn't yelling that time. Okay. There were no words, only shock. <laughs> Thanks for the behind-the-scenes peek. Yeah, right. <laughs> So thanks for thanks for writing in with your answers to those questions, Kelly. I appreciate it. Uh, you are the only person so far who has done the homework that we assigned. Uh, and then we have another question from Kelly as regards this week's episode. Joe has irons in the fire. Uh, in this episode, the question was put forward whether or not the members of the Alchemist Club have ever come across any mention of people finding pieces of the eggshell from the hatchling. Joe even flirted a bit with the idea of adamantine being the eggshell. Isn't the whole planet the eggshell, though? Haven't y'all been walking on it or flying over it, as the case may be essentially this whole time? Or is the planet simply covering the eggshell? Thanks for clarifying. Well, that was always my assumption, is it was like, we are a layer of dirt and rock on top of the egg. Yes. And then stuff got wacky. So the egg, the egg was first, and it accumulated... 
substance around the shell that eventually became a planet. But people on the planet uh, do not obviously know that. And it's kind of a silly thing to specify that the ground you're walking on isn't part of the hatchling's egg. Like, it's a, a kind of a meaningless distinction to people. Because if you put a thin layer of, like, plastic wrap around an egg, that doesn't make it any... Nope, that's a bad analogy. Scrap that whole sentence that I just said. <laughs> Basically, it's a meaningless distinction, and most people don't really realize that there was an actual proper eggshell kind of down at the very bottom. Um, and in a way, the whole planet was incubating the hatchling. So it is, by some definitions, part of the egg. Point is, usually in-universe, the whole thing is referred to as an egg. And function, there was an actual layer of eggshell at the very bottom of the planet. I don't know if that actually clarified anything or not. I was kind of rambling. But, I think that clarified it. Uh, thanks for asking, and please write in again soon. Well, the dirt just keeps the egg warm. Cause yeah. Whatever was, whatever had, like, gave birth to it didn't stick around. Yeah. You hope. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's all of our fan mail uh, from from last time. Who wants to recap what happened? Um, I had a brief meeting with a secret gnomish saboteur slash uh, codebreaker slash investigator known only as Slicer. And uh, from what they have uh, passed along to me, uh, negotiations have broken down, and it seems that the valor of Jux will not be vanquished by anything save force. Uh, a a conclusion I had expected, but uh, which I do not welcome all the same. Uh, and then uh, I got back from my walk, and nothing else happened. Yeah. Right. Nothing else happened. <laughs> right. right. That, that's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it played out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing else uh, happened. Yeah. Lady Blossom, no. you know, paid Terra Jux a visit. And there may or may not have been a deal. I, I may or may not have secured for the crew of Teliferous not one but two Feyen boons. You know, that's that's the value add that you get from the Heiko guarantee. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. Um... <laughs> Just more, mm. more reason for the Fae to come after us as well, you know. And the gauntlets are done, but not that anyone but Lael and Interjects know that. It's fine. It's fine. We're we're going to a fancy dinner party. We're not going to need them. And Leyland, uh found Leyland did another search of the ship and confirmed that Annabelle Lexum is real. And at least some of what happened in the lost episode, <laughs> I guess, did happen. So, and kind of caught Terrajux in uh, some of his deceit, but not completely. Yep. You uh, you wake up. It's the, uh, yeah the next day. So I have <clears throat> uh, I have errands to do in the morning here. Um, Desmond sleeps apart from the rest of the crew, as I recall. Yes. Uh, in yeah, the captain's own. quarter. Mm. Early in the morning, uh, prior to most other people waking up, um, 
I am going to uh, quietly knock at the captain's door. Okay. Does, I'm, uh, I'm completely naked. <laughs> I no blanket, no pillow. <laughs> just uh, com- stiff as a board, just laying there, arms at the side, buck naked. Um, <laughs> no, he's doing his, uh, his pre pre uh, breakfast calisthenics. Yeah. And uh, it is a horrifying experience. And now I understand why somebody would bargain their memories to the Fae. Um, but uh, after a moment of dry heaving, I go, Captain. And I, uh, I glance around and then I hustle a little closer and I say, I desperately need your assistance with something. It's, it's a wedding present for Falrock. Can you please help me out and keep this a secret? Ooh, of course, anything. Okay, great. Um... I am going to, uh, in just a few moments, add some additional power to the reactor. I'd like you to put it into the upgrade forge for Falrock. Okay. What, like what did we put in there for him? Hmm? Oh, I'm donating some of my stuff. Oh, okay. I don't really need it anymore, so I'm like... Maybe, I got some maybe extra we could put his purse in there? Say again? We could put his purse in there. No, no, no. I'm just, like, for future use. Like... For whatever he wants to do, the the upgrade for oh. being is the present. Oh, okay. So I want to um, put his person there. So yeah, hop on down to the captain's yeah. chair and uh, get ready to uh, put those bars in. You got it. And I finger pistols, wink, and then I uh, I stroll my way down to the reactor and I huck a ring into it. Okay. And. I guess I'll see that pip go in, and I'll allocate it to the forge. You see four pips go in. <laughs> okay, I'm only putting one pip in. <laughs> okay, forge. Uh, the other I will three are mine. Also, would like to note when you access the uh, the tree ship, you have a notification that the upgrade forge completed a cycle and was set to run something else overnight. Oh, okay. Mm. I'll I'll delete that and because uh, that must be uh, that present we were talking about earlier. It's for Falrock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, well, I'm, are you I'm not the completely that forgetting that the gauntlets have been in there forever. Yeah. What kind of uh, upgrade are we putting on the forge, by the way? Because right now we've just got speed. Do we want to add power? I was going to put in speed. I okay. yeah, I was under the impression speed would be sure. All right. I'm just actually tracking this in our Google Doc. That's all. Oh yeah, thank you. Mm. Yeah. I just, um, I just, I'll take the pip. I'll take whatever I can get. Really. Yeah. <laughs> a pip, a pip. All right. True. True, um, true. And then I go about morning pancakes as though nothing has changed. <laughs> Over morning pancakes, and was, we're you know having breakfast and everything. Leland's just like, um, so. Tarjux, do you want to tell them what we discovered last night? Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I fish around in my pockets and I present this note. And um, I've been reading it repeatedly, memorized at this point. And I, I pass it around and I go, this is uh, incandescent, to say the least. <laughs> That's a good word. Uh, <laughs> uh, incendiary, even. Uh, shivers. Whoever this AL person might have been, 
um, they appear to have some personal animosity towards <laughs> yours truly. But who doesn't, a, really? A deep and oddly intimate animosity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. True. Yeah. Was surprised so, when I found that over by the Upgrade Forge. Yeah, so weird stuff i guess some of what we experienced prior to the lab part two was real hey oh wasn't that that the the woman who jumped away with the wind allegedly well i mean it <laughs> she had she allegedly controlled the wind but i i don't think we can rule out a complex systems of wires and pulleys on a balloon just yet <laughs> okay but but you know who i'm talking about it, i know who is... you're talking anibal exum yeah okay all right yeah yeah, yeah sorry yeah. i'm don't worry i'll she's on my list next time we break into a aldraxon military base i'm gonna go through their records all right hey do you guys want to break into an aldraxon military base no reason not what <laughs> Uh -huh. we, we've got other heists to do first. Uh, yeah, right. for no reason, probably not. I mean, other than for any reason. It's yeah. Wait, wait hang on. This was this was by the Upgrade Forge. I would have found that. Dun dun dun. I, you'd have to ask Layla. Oh, so, last night I was doing a more thorough sweep of, of everything again. Just you know, on my nightly walks and whatnot. I just wanted to check the ship one more time. Just after all the. All the craziness. I just wanted to give another thorough check. Also Keeping found another. Sound. Also found another True Church coin, and I tossed that on the table as well. Oh. So, I yeah, I immediately great. slap a um, jamming crystal on top of it. I, I know had, we're inside already, the shield, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> I already huh. have Basil check it. It's, it's, I, it's just. I kind of elbow. Um. Paradrexa go, are we going to wait to give him the gauntlets, or, or what? And I I go, shh. <laughs> I, I just, I slyly put a finger to my lips and give Desmond a knowing wink. Ah, okay. I'm sorry, the what now? I give him the, oh, the the Spongebob squinty-eye nod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't you worry, Falrock. We're just discussing wedding preparations. Yeah, if you two stuff. have the gauntlets and are saving them for the God's damn wedding, I'm going to kick you both off this ship. <laughs> it's my ship. <laughs> I will take it over. Mutiny! <laughs> you wouldn't mutiny, I quit. <laughs> cool, fine. Where are the gauntlets? <laughs> Upgrade Forge last I checked. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, I do the the slow head turn. I was like, what? The present. Like, Desmond, the present was the pip. Mm-hmm. It was, well, it was going to be a surprise. Ah. And I, I start scooting pancakes out of the way. <laughs> Uh, be right back, and I I gotta go get something from upstairs. Oh boy, <laughs> I named I... your gauntlets backpack. Just kidding. <laughs> I uh... if you fed my gauntlets to the reactor and somehow got us more energy out of it, I'm both impressed and severely angry. I wouldn't do that. I return and uh, 
I have a small, like almost a shoebox. Um, much nicer though, much nicer than a shoebox. We're talking like a leather lid. Uh, the the sides are fresh shaved pine. Don't ask how I got this on such short notice. Um, yeah, where did you get this? <laughs> Don't worry about it. it. Um, and I I go da, 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 and I just set the box down and I open it up and there's gauntlets laying there in velvet and I go all right. I'll I'll come clean, Falrock. I was gonna keep these like two days so I could have some time in the upgrade forge, but Desmond is really bad at keeping secrets, so here you go. And I mean, you, uh, you had next dibs on the forge anyways. Well, yeah, but I always have next dibs on the forge, and then something happens, and people are like, oh, no, Terra. You don't turn it on. You can't put a die in there, Terra. That would be dangerous and illogical. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I have to do a cool maneuver to save everyone from a dragon, and then we can't use the forge for a month, and Look, I, I yes, made an executive decision. The ship. I mean, All right, literally your fault. Fine. Just uh, and and because I deprived that. you of your gauntlets for, and I start counting on my fingers, uh, eight and a half hours. I reach down and rummage for a little bit, and I set my winged boots on the table, and I say, "You can have these for eight and a half hours." Hey, fair. <laughs> That's the law of the sea. Fair's fair. <laughs> I. I took something that you treasure most so you can have something that I treasure most temporarily. So are you going to walk around barefoot now or what? Oh, yeah. No, he's just going to float. What are you talking about? He doesn't have to touch the ground. <laughs> he hasn't needed the boots. The boots are inside him all along. <laughs> those are, um, you, you pick them up and those are 80-pound boots. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only Dylan thing been keeping wondering... him down. Keeping him down, yeah, right. Ellen's wondering why he even worried about not having to tell Fall Rock when he realized it's Tarjux. Like, <laughs> he, he can't keep his own secrets. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Leyland, so uh, now Leyland's like, all right, so now now that it's out, what did you put in the Upgrade Forge? Oh, that's a secret. It's the present. I put the die in there. We already went over this. Okay. I did it in secret because... Everybody else has a very low opinion of the D6, but I think just maybe in our final hour when we need it most, it could be what makes the difference. I mean, I expected you to put your wand in there, but, you know, <laughs> to die too. I mean, as, as far as wands go, um, I like the frost one, but my other wands, well, one of them is down at the center of the world now, and the other one just makes ghosts, so... Not super useful. I definitely thought you were talking about some different kind of wand. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Just bare ass, pressed up against the upgrade port, turn around and go, look away. Leave! Leave now! <laughs> Please, for both our sakes! <laughs> well, this is not where I was expecting things to go, but no. shame on me, I guess. Acknowledging that I knew what he was talking about would just end it right there, but yeah. no. You should no, have known no, no. better. Uh, yeah, so we wrap up breakfast with that lovely mental image <laughs> accompanying every bite. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's time for a, a stroll down to the uh, Guild Council Dangayan Chambers, right? 
that's today's the day. In theory, yes. Uh, after after half an hour of you guys just doing your thing, yeah. Uh, which good job role playing. Um, <laughs> I can get to the things that I had planned, which <laughs> was that uh, as you descend and exit from Teliferous, you notice that there are a lot of birds out on the lawn, uh, sort of outside Teliferous's circle of influence. Like, I, a lot of birds, um, interesting. a large I number over, of birds. <laughs> I go over to the pancake pile, and I fish out some ones that are, like, reasonably intact, and I, I crumble them up a little bit, and I toss them out on this. I go, man, here you go. The birds, like, if they are where the pancake is going, they move out of the way. Otherwise, they remain uh, not quite motionless, but they don't, like, go to eat. They don't turn away from, or they don't fly away from um, the pancake. They're just chilling out there. I, uh, I turn there... back to everyone, and I hike my hand, and I go, <laughs> birds, am I right? They got their head in the clouds. No offense, Ched. I'm going to go get some shoes upstairs. This grass is really cold and wet. <laughs> and I, uh... Is there no. a motivation no, no, no. at some hey, point in that pancake bre- breakfast? Yeah. yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> what did you think the whole mental image with the upgrade forge was? I don't know how motivational it was. So let let the mental image of my magically enhanced dong empower you in combat. Paradox, uh, you said I could hold on to these and do whatever I wanted with them. I want to give them back to you. Put oh, your boots on. Thanks, Falrock. And I uh, I go back inside and sit down on the steps and start putting on my boots very slowly. Okay. Uh, Anybody know what's up with the birds? Did it, Ched? Did you like summon birds? I no, definitely did not. Okay, they're just out on the grass. They're just out on the grass. Oh, what kind of birds? Are they like blackbirds? Are they seagulls or? What? There's a whole bunch of different kinds of so birds. Seagull. Uh, make... does not care for seagulls. They're not seagulls. Okay. Um, if anybody would like to make a nature check, you can you can do so to get a more uh, yes. specific identification. Wild guess time. Uh, thirteen. <laughs> I also rolled a thirteen with my plus one in nature. Okay. Uh, the two of you notice that, as far as you can tell, these are all different kinds of songbirds. Nineteen. Oh. Yeah, they're they're definitely they're definitely like songbirds uh, from the general vicinity. But they are um, native to this area, probably. Yes. Okay. Uh, I forgot my satchel, guys. I'll be right back. I, I'll catch up with you, and I I start going up the stairs. Hey, okay. Hey, well, you went well, back a second time. Well, well he he was there, on his way up, and Farrakh gave, gave boots, him the boots so. back. I need a different excuse. <laughs> I'm like, we'll, we'll wait for you. No, it's fine. I'll catch up with you. I'm fast. No, we'll wait for you. Leland's yeah, so well, very sus right now. We're just kind of like <laughs> hanging out. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go outside and cast uh, Speak with Animals with my Staff of the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you just hit a bird with like, it really hard and start sh- <laughs> <laughs> it now understands common <laughs> can't speak it but it understands okay, okay. Uh, huh 
Is it not like two way that you understand them too, or? Oh no, I'm you. <laughs> in the in the the hypothetical where you smack a bird oh, in the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to... yeah. No, no I it's it it's self targeting, so I can speak with them. Okay. Um, so um, just gonna strike up a conversation. They they don't speak with animals. Won't let me ask them too much, just because they're not. Unless they're like really intelligent birds, um, so I'm just gonna ask them h how things have been the last day or so. You see anything interesting? Okay, what specific like what do you say to this bird? These birds, um, Grababa, of course. I think it's just one bird. <laughs> Grababa. No, I oh, do no, not. It's say all that. birds. Okay. What do you say? I can speak with all beasts. Um. What brings you to our tree? Uh, the birds all turn to look at you, uh, and one tiny little chickadee at, horrifying. at the <laughs> that's just at the outside of the circle. Uh, the beak opens, and a deep, velvety baritone <laughs> comes okay. out, and it says, From a "Chickadee." Yeah. Announcing my lady, the Marchess of Songbirds, please make yourselves ready. And okay. um, the birds all and... uh, take flight in a, a swirling uh, sort of circular pattern. And in the center, a moment later, they disperse. And standing there is an elegant fan woman. And is... I kneel and, you know, bow with you my wings. Kneel? Yeah, it's a, it's a march. We're in front of royalty here. <laughs> nobility, at least. I didn't realize you respected nobility. I mean, art. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the songbird was was very clear. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys not understand? We were specifically requested to make bow. ourselves ready. I'm not gonna bow to a fae, though. Okay, just respect. <laughs> She is. Do you, bow, you, do you bow to Lady Blossoms? No. 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 But I, I listen to this bird. <laughs> Chad, Chad is in tune with nature. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question <laughs> mark. Um, anyway. She has, the, she has the respect of animals, whoever she is. These certain ones. The Marchess of Songbirds is fairly tall. Uh, she has long hair that's braided with uh, feathers, as you might expect. Uh, she is dressed in a sort of outfit that's very... It's kind of muted uh, browns and tans and looks very soft. Um, she's wearing rings on all of her fingers. And she regards Teliferous with... Uh, with a vaguely disinterested expression, and then her eyes travel down to uh, look at the party assembled out on the lawn, sans Terrajux. And she, uh, there's a, like a little bit of a smirk when she sees Ched, you know, bowing. She says, good morning. I am here on behalf of the Court of Spring to ask you some questions regarding your relationship with the Lady of Blossoms. Alright. 
how did you come to meet the Lady of Blossoms? Oh, um, well, she invited us. Well, it was less an invitation, more of we woke up in the woods. Mysterious one day garden we trellis were... that were like, yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, we woke up in the woods one day, and there her, yeah, there her um, path was, and we walked in. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe your relationship with the Lady of Blossoms? Wait, why are we just giving you this information for free? <laughs> there's, yeah, why do you care? There's a, a cutting smile, and she's like, hmm, I almost had you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very well. What would you ask in return for information regarding your relationship with the Lady of Blossoms? I go, Balrog? This this is where Terrajux usually asks for something weird. <laughs> <laughs> so so can I ask for something weird instead? <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying as that is, yes. Well, how about how about we ask how about we ask her to offer something? Like really? Are are we expected to just kind of like divulge everything? About is this? there anything that that we even think is worth? I want a lock of her hair. Oh my She's god. Too... Joe said it was really soft. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you wouldn't have mentioned it was soft if it wasn't important. Yeah, we can make a voodoo doll out of it. That's what I want. We share, we share... We share... We tell her what she knows and she tells us why we're here. Why she's here. I don't know. I would be amenable to this. Okay. <laughs> Turns Leyland into a dog for his impertinence. <laughs> Very well. I am here on behalf of the Spring Court to ascertain the precise nature of your relationship with the Lady of Blossoms. Now. Uh-huh. Now, what is your precise nature yeah. of your relationship with the Lady yeah. of Blossoms? Exactly. <laughs> ah, outfoxed. Strictly contractual. She's been polite to us. We've been polite to her. Uh, she has offers that we sometimes accept and sometimes do not. And Arms length dealing. What sort of tasks have you performed in the service of the Lady of Blossoms? Oh. Now that we have already promised her not to speak of, so my apologies. Hmm. Contracts and all. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I see. Now, you, you notice that we won't tell about Lady Blossom's dirty laundry, so you can assure, you can be assured that if you wanted to offer us a job, we wouldn't air your dirty laundry either. <laughs> That's yeah. how you know we're This is it. true. We signed an NDA. There's... With our souls. No. F- there's a faint sneer uh that crosses her face and she's like should i ever find myself needing the services of mortals i'm sure i'll think of you now would you say that you are currently in the debt of the lady of blossoms are you currently Mm -hmm. in her employ nope no to both yeah nope i mean we gotta we we've balanced our accounts with her I mean, we've always kind of like got a, like a standing offer, but 
There is nothing current. I see. There's a, a lengthy pause as she consults some manner of internal list. Um, and she says, I thank you for your cooperation. The Spring Court will be in touch should we have any further need of you. Certainly. And with that, she turns around and the birds suddenly fly in <laughs> as if out of nowhere, forming another little cyclone. And when they disperse again, she is gone. Well, that was and pleasant. I, Turn I, around immediately and go find her. <laughs> I come downstairs with my satchel and I go, oh, the birds are gone. <laughs> I march you back inside to have a private conversation. Oh, no, you're going to get spanked by Daddy Paul Rock. <laughs> no, Dad, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with him. <laughs> Mommy no. Leyland's got the belt. <laughs> oh, boy. Ah, Paul Rock, your grip is quite strong in those gauntlets. What have you done? <laughs> uh what i did just now was strategically uh, protect all of you from making a terrible mistake you're welcome mm. all rock i think we need to open the upgrade forge no problem is we no, can't. no 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 it's got your present while, in it while it's working it can't be opened is to my knowledge anyways there are not dice in there are there there's an emergency desmond you would know that there's like an emergency Override for the upgrade forge, but you are the only person who can use it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no! I'm Terrajux has me convinced it's a wedding present. Yeah, <laughs> he, he said exactly the correct he thing. Said, he said he said at breakfast that there were dice in there. Doesn't matter. Yeah, the die. Yeah, yeah. But since this when does Terrajux hard enough to like not figure out that he's not going to give like. Balrock the dice for yeah. the die for or, yeah. that. <laughs> that Maybe, said, imagine if you will a wedding ring with a d20 set into it. A d20 oh of God. immense power. <laughs> a d20 where if you roll a 20 it casts wish. Um, there's also the, the fact that there's no reason to believe that Terrajux was telling the truth about the dice and just not you know, didn't want Falrock to know about the present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the tuxedo that I'm currently upgrading. Uh, ooh, that would be cool. Turns into like a Iron Man suit. He can be actually Mikafara. Yes. I so I'm still dangling comically from like Farak has me by the scruff and but he has to like hold way up to get me well, all the no, way. No, like arm fully <laughs> extended and you are like an inch off the ground. Yeah. No, like, you're I, I kind of like I lift my legs a little bit so it's more convincing. <laughs> I, I have a better mental image here, which is that Falrock is jogging in place halfway up the wall oh and holding God. you up. <laughs> all right, now, Falrock, what I'm going to say ahead of all of this is that the more information that I divulge to people who are bad at lying, the more collective danger we will be in. Cool, Leyland, stay here. And I start carrying Tarajux up the stairwell <laughs> by the wall. Okay, but are you sure? Because, like, if you if you fumble, things could get risky. Here's the thing, Tarajux. I don't have to lie. I just have to work my way around the truth, specifically. That's that's basically lying. But uh, it's good, not that, it's if good I that you're good tell at something false. True. Wait. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. 
Farak, and I, I look around from my dangling position to make sure that there's nobody, like... I'm sure Leyland's eavesdropping, but, I mean, at this oh, point... Oh, yeah, I've, he for sure called this. I've so warned everyone I, of I, the danger. I've listened to Falrock. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, I didn't. I'm, I'm right behind <laughs> him. Look. I, he, I, stopped, I stopped Desmond from going by. Look, what? You just got bugged by the Fae, right? We got asked, yes. And you were able to answer no to a number of questions without having to lie. Okay. Do you see where Great. I'm getting with this? Yes. God's damn it. <laughs> I have I have the best interests of okay, the si and the crew. Since when? How long? Uh, last night Leyland was there. Oh, he didn't hear anything, so he doesn't know. Well, he didn't hear that. Aftermath, I, um, I spun a bit of a tale, so I don't think he. Uh, of course, you did. He doesn't know anything incriminating <laughs> yet. Okay, oh and right. neither do you, technically. That very true, very true. Um, nothing Look. but suspicions. I, I. Ugh. <laughs> Everything's gonna turn out fine. I promise. You can't <laughs> promise that. Bigger, but it's you never can't promise that. <laughs> no, but I can give you the Tarja Tycho guarantee that if something does go wrong, I'll fix it too. What? <laughs> and if I hadn't my just, thing, I had I, just taken tonic two days ago, I would be tearing what's left of my hair out right now. <laughs> And for what it's worth, Falrock, I did get you a wedding present. I don't. I, there might not even be a wedding. Okay, uh, but. Oh, you're marrying somebody. I'm not, you're not here. <laughs> Desmond's already got a backup bride list that is two pages long. Starting with the Duchess of Agate. <laughs> Not all of them are human, like, if we're being completely out, like, or dwarven or bipedal. Like, we've got a long list. Yeah, there's Great. a lot of cute fungus people. How do you feel about <laughs> ghosts? Would you smooch a ghost? Yes or no? Not. Um, Falrock, I promise. I promise, promise, promise. I had the best intentions when I did what I did. Of course. Of and course you did. the more that I explain, the more dangerous it becomes. Because right now, the danger, yeah. and I, I hold my hands real close together. Th this is how much danger. But if, if Ched hears any details about this, and then I hold my hands way far <laughs> apart, and I go, this will be the danger. Because remember last time the Faye asked us questions? And yes, he I know. I think Leyland is downstairs right now. Bingo. Ugh. <sighs> Once Damn this it, is all resolved, I'll explain everything. Up until then, you just gotta trust me, Falrock. When have I let you down? Don't answer that. <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here, and I would never intentionally harm Tolifrus or any oh, of you. Hold on, right there. One second. Hang on, I would also just like to point out, you literally did ram it into a mountain once. Yeah. And Buxian Hammer doesn't even count. Anyway, yeah, continue, continue uh, with your role-playing. I, I hold up, I, I've set you down at this point. Okay. And I, I hold up one finger to your chin, and I'm like, did you feel bad? 
Wait, when you knew, when you had taken the offer, whatever it was, done whatever it was, and you were going to hide the gauntlets, did you really feel bad? I felt bad about the gauntlets, but I was helping someone fine. in need. No, it, that that's fine. No. Okay. The rest of it, it, it's your deal. You've made it. And you left us out of it. Thank you. But uh, that's it. I swear I was only going to hold him for like two days tops. That, that's fine. No. And I, felt, I, I, I told Layla, about it. the moment you we know got how in much trouble, I was going to give them to you. You learned your lesson. Now I'm going <laughs> to spank you. <laughs> oh, it, if it, he's getting spanked, it's by someone else. Um, <laughs> it's by the Fae. <laughs> by the Fae, yeah. Oof. Uh, all right. All so, right. Uh, so, yeah. No, I, that, that's, that's why you gave me the boots. You felt bad. All right. If I behave strangely around birds for the next uh, period of time... That's probably why. And could you, could you maybe have a word with Leyland? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to try to kill me in my sleep at some point if this escalates <laughs> any further. If this escalates any further, I don't think he'll get the chance to kill you in your sleep. Because, um, oh. again, I won't be spanking you. It'll be the Fae. Um, it won't be Leyland killing you in the sleep. You won't get to sleep for a thousand years because it's the Fae. Um... No, I, we're good. You'll be fine. We're good. And for for goodness sake, I know I would have said no to this. I know that I would have tried to talk you out of this. And that's why I had to do it. Trust me a little more, all right? All right. I've got your back. Okay, next time, Farrakh, I promise you, next time I do something like this, I'll immediately come tell you afterwards. <laughs> Just let me know that there's something to be concerned about, please. Will do. All right. I mean, I, I give him a little Jexian fist bump. <laughs> and fist bump back. All right. And then we're off to the council meeting. You go downstairs and explain to Leon. yeah, there's a mess. It'll be fine. <laughs> Probably. Leon does the two fingers on his eyes pointing at Tara Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I matrix dodge and, and, and then the and then the like cutthroat ocean <laughs> and, <laughs> it, well it, if there's any trouble that's worse then you know we'll bail tarjux out of it when time comes but i i wouldn't worry about him why well because there's nothing that we can do to him that would be worse than what will happen to him if things go bad I'm saying, why would we bail him out of it? Because we're because friends, he's one of Leland. Us. Because we're buddies. We're blood brothers. Well, it, you and Leyland, no, not so much. But think <laughs> not, about it this way, Leyland. Aside from the dwarves of Dying Gaia and Lori, who do we got? The iconoclasts? Half of them want to kill us. Don't. Do you know what he did? No. So you still don't I have here. Let me phrase it like this. I have suspicions that there was a deal made. And the deal was for our benefit, but knowing about it would be to our detriment. The more we talk about this, the worse it gets. <laughs> Everybody saying, sheesh, we'll talk I'm about it in dinner. We still don't know if, if we're in danger, if the ship's in danger. We're always if in the danger. Ship was in, the ship's always the sh in danger. <laughs> That's true. But if the ship was in more danger than normal, then the birds wouldn't have been at the uh, the doorstep of the ship. They would have been on it. Yeah, they still respected our uh, mm -hmm. 
They respected oh. our aura and our realm of influence, as we say. See how long that lasts. We will. We always do. Off we go. Terrajex is I'm like... I'm sorry, my friend. It's just... <laughs> this is one that's got to stay under wraps. If they're <laughs> jogging at the like perimeter. Already, we, we've, got to, we've got to let this go. So we're going to call it Operation Wedding Present? <laughs> that's fine. I don't know what it is. I have I have my guesses, but I don't truly know what it is. So we're we're safe in not knowing. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, council meeting. Yeah. Why? <laughs> let's actually get to Joe's content. <laughs> uh, right. So this is actually really convenient because we need to wrap it up. It means that I don't have to do an extended council meeting scene where I'm voicing eight dwarves talking back and forth to each other. <laughs> you can only put it off for gotcha so covered. long, Joe. No. Got gotcha you covered. Well, we're we're going to do something else instead, which is uh, you arrive at the council chambers. You are admitted by the guards there. Halvard describes at length the services that you have performed for Diangaya. You are vouched for by... A handful of guild masters. There is some debate and discussion. Ultimately, a vote is cast. You are not allowed to present here, with the possible exception of Falrock, who's given an option to speak if he chooses. Does he choose? Uh, no. Okay. We've been spoken for. <clears throat> Our actions speak for themselves. Um, the subject is put to a vote, and the council, uh, not unanimously, it's like there are maybe three or four people who uh, vote against you, but uh, the council does vote to support you in your efforts. Uh, should you wish to take on any crew amongst the Dwarves of Dying Gaia, you are permitted to do so. They will be providing you with supplies um, and any intelligence or assistance you may need should you find yourself breaking political prisoners out of the dungeons of the Mountain Home. Excellent. And I think that's where we're going to stop uh, for this this episode. Uh, I've been Joe, your host and your dungeon master, although I delightfully did not have to do very much dungeon mastering at all for this. Um, it's always very satisfying to run a game where the players just roleplay for almost an hour amongst <laughs> themselves without without input from me. So that was nice. Um, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on all the various uh, podcast hosting services, any you might think of. You can also find us in spot 82 on that list that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're there. <laughs> We do have two more DM corners recorded. I don't know when they're going to hit your ears, but keep an eye out, or I guess an ear out, for, for those when they are posted. Uh, Matthew, hit them with our socials, please. You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventures today were... Daniel, playing Chad Fleet. Hey, Hal, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. Man, I'm awful, and I can't tell you that. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. <laughs>